Hey. Hey. Well. Well, it's the big oh, shit. show. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. We back. Yep. So. I don't think it'd be like it is, but I do. <laughs> In the words of Oscar Gamble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poet laureate. Oscar Gamble. So what up? How you feeling? I've been in a weird mood. Yeah, yeah. I, I think... Have, I, I've, I've discovered um, that, because I'm trying to edit the book, mm-hmm. and I've discovered that a lot of it is pulled stuff pulled from my life and my childhood. Okay. And it's, then it's therefore re- rehashing trauma. Oh, yeah. Like, so I'm like... Well, I don't want to edit this today. Right, right, oh, right, right. I've been emotional about that, I think. Have you considered getting a, um external uh, viewpoint, the external editor? Yeah, yeah. Bree has already offered to edit, help edit the book in exchange for me doing laundry forever, which we've already established I'm doing laundry forever. So. Laundry forever, okay, that well, works. To be fair, we've already had this discussion of... Uh, I do not like doing dishes. We were just mm. talking about like what things annoy us. She was saying laundry annoys me, and I was like, um, dishes annoy me. Man. So it was like, okay, well, this seems like a fair deal. Man. But, yeah. I guess so. I mean, like, I admire couples that have that that um that balance basically going in because that's kind of cool. Like, you know that laundry is the thing that you're going to be doing. So that's fine. And you know that going in. So it's not like, all right, well, we're going to have to have an argument about this at a later date. No, no, no. It's already decided. Um, but I have a friend that just, like, he loves to clean. So basically, that's his role in in the marriage. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I've done laundry... Since I was like 16 or 17, I've done like I I just started doing laundry. Then I've done laundry since like no one else does laundry. Oh. I, there's been like twice since I was like when I was sick, where I was like I need someone to help, <laughs> like someone assist me or whatever. But yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I like I will legitimately just do other people's laundry too. I don't care. I'm always worried about people doing my laundry just because you know I've I've had bad experiences with. Not only just, like, people that I'm with, you know, doing my laundry and something going wrong, but, like, I've I've been to dry cleaners, and I've had favorite shirts ruined, and just, yeah, I don't trust anybody to do my laundry. I'm a very particular man when it comes I don't to that. Bl- I don't blame you. I don't blame you for that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so that's been me lately. Just doing that, and then uh, this is the worst semester of my life. Man, no, no doubt about it. After the last um, semester was the worst semester. No, no, no. The last semester was was rough at times because of certain classes and certain things. Mm-hmm. But this semester has been awful, just awful. And I've got three midterms uh, coming up. Wow. And a paper. And that's all in a week and a half. And then the span of the next week and a half, two weeks. And then I have spring break. But I think I have to read a whole book over spring break. Man. Yeah. Fuck. It's okay. I'm fine. 
That's a lot. But I believe in you. You can handle this. You can do it. Yeah, I just hope... I'm Honestly, it's, it's bad enough where I'm hoping I'll get C's. Like, and I'm a all A's and B's person. Usually, mostly A's. Hmm. Like, last semester, I got all A's and one B, and the B was like an 89. Oh. That kind of annoying thing. Yeah. So, I'm that person. I'm that annoying about shit. <laughs> some, uh, some call it determined, some call it annoying. You know, it uh, depends I, on how you yeah. feel that day. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm, I'm very, like, go-getter for things. But this semester has just been... Ugh. I feel I, you. I've been... I've been I'm very annoyed to you know that exam that last week I had to study for was the worst exam I've ever taken like yeah SATs stuff like that boy howdy I do not envy you I mean look there's always someone going through worse that's what you gotta remember that's Somewhere, true someone's taking like organic chemistry Nope. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not on organic chemistry level, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, let's do something for you and for everybody else, and uh, give ourselves a little distraction here with some various yes. stories that we've collected in the past couple of weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for tuning in. This is Lex and Matt's excellent adventure. Hopefully, you haven't forgotten us. We took a week off last week. Um, but I did put something up for those that, you know, still wanted to check something out. I, I put up the, uh, the, uh, Afrofuturism panel I did at the, uh, Chinatown Library branch here in Chicago, uh, yep. with Terry Grant and, uh, Ashley Rayner. And, you know, I think it was a pretty fun discussion, uh, especially with Terry. Terry's always a hoot. So, uh, you know, check, check that out. It's in the feed. It's worth your time. I guarantee you. Uh, there's a, a, a guest appearance or two. Uh, from our friend Tomo, who is, uh, <laughs> the young son of our, of our fray, of our friends, uh, May and Megan. And he is, uh, very, um, excited to be wherever he is at that very moment. So hmm. that That's happens. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you, you released that because obviously that we did not plan on not having an episode last week. And, uh, that was stressful, but nah, it's good. Fine. We yeah. just had to. Um, but we're back, and we're we don't plan on going on hiatus for any other reason anytime soon. Well, like you tell me, every now and then, you know, a break is important as long as a it's break scheduled. Is very important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's always a backup plan. So I've got a few other tricks up my sleeve, just in case. Is it hooking? Because that's mine. <laughs> you can't steal my plan. <laughs> Something tells me I won't be that successful at that, but you know. Something when, tells me I won't be that successful. Like that. <laughs> yeah, because Breeze is going to come and just like murder people. <laughs> yes, that, and also I would just be the Liz Lemon world's worst hooker. Like <laughs> five thousand for kissing. End of list. Yes, <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh, oh man. So yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a weird time. Uh, understandable. It has. For you and for everybody else, of course, you know, with everything going on in the world right now. So we're going to try to spice things up a little bit. Uh, let's start off with a little bit of reader uh, email here. So Reader mail. Reader mail. So our good friend Paul Calico. Ooh. Sorry, guys. I had to throw back to Blue's Clues. All right. <laughs> Didn't you? Yep. Okay. 
All right, there it is. Uh, a good friend, Paul Calico, uh, he actually um, responded to last week's episode. He says, another great episode. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. I feel bad for the Dolphins that we lost, so I feel that DP2 was better because of all the things happening. Deadpool 2. Yes, yeah. Deadpool 2. Uh, thank you for the clarification. I would have been well, well, in case people didn't remember what, what that whole conversation was. No, no, no. <laughs> Everyone listens to every episode. That's how this works. You better. Otherwise, I'm coming after you. <laughs> Adding Cable's story and Domino's character is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I love Deadpool 1 also. Maybe because 1 is more linear. We are after Francis the whole time, but 2, we get to go frolicking with Deadpool. It is definitely oh. a fine line they're walking and hope that Deadpool 3 gets a green light because I'd like to see if they can catch that lightning again. Else time. Well, Paul, thank you for writing in. And, you know, since um, the last episode, I, I have come around a little bit. Um, I, I Wait, agree. Uh, just real quick. Has Deadpool 3 not been greenlit? You know, there have been rumors. Nothing is solid. You know, we've we've heard Ryan Reynolds talk about it, you know, about his concern about... It being too Disney-fied if they did greenlight it. And, of course, okay. we've seen yeah. various news sites uh, that are both dependable and not that dependable, uh, you know, kind of speculate on whether or not it's going to happen anytime soon. But nothing has been uh, set in stone. So, okay, yeah, hopefully we get some news sooner than later because nobody's getting any younger here. And you, you want to keep that fresh in people's minds. I think Deadpool right. 3 would be a good way for Disney to show people that they still have a sense of humor, uh, that dark sense of humor, that they're not going to let that slip away. I don't think they have that, so... No, okay. no. There was there was a whole kerfuffle with... Um, what's that show? Lizzie McGuire. And the... Uh, oh, yeah. What happened with that? Like, so they just dropped it? I don't know enough about it. I All I know, all I know for sure, is that the showrunner was let go uh, from the series like three or four episodes in, and no one was happy about that, but apparently it was a decision that came down from Disney. There was also a show that was deemed too adult for Disney Plus uh, that they moved to Hulu for some reason. So, yeah, Disney seemingly is trying to keep it family friendly on Disney Plus, which is surprising because Mandalorian is not that family friendly, except for you know the baby. So, yeah, the baby. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I mean, people straight up just getting murderated on that show. So. Yeah, but so was um oh God, what was the Rogue One? Yeah. I think it's well the Rogue One. I think they just you know, different rules for Star Wars, but Disney proper, like Disney Channel, they're trying to keep preteen friendly. But those preteens who grew up with Lizzie McGuire are adults now and they want to see an adult Lizzie doing adult Lizzie things. So yeah, uh, so I'm reading about this now. Hillary Duff is saying that she thinks that this reboot would be better on Hulu, and then they paused production on Lizzie McGuire a few weeks ago for creative redevelopment. But so without the showrunner, too. They want Right, right. Yeah. So they want it to be PG, basically, and she thinks that's a disservice because like, the character is 30 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Girl Meets World is one thing, because you can change the focus of the character from a very <laughs> grown yeah. Ben Savage to his daughter on the show. Right. Um, and that, Maya. Yeah, and that works. But apparently only for a couple seasons, once they got through all the nostalgia, unfortunately. But yeah. 
I mean, I what I watched of that show, I appreciated what it was doing, but mm-hmm. it wasn't my favorite. No, no, I didn't seek it out. I guess a lot of people didn't either, because it, it's a very, it's a very niche audience. It's you not ha- meant for us. It, like, really, it's not meant for us, but it kind of is at the same time because they're trying to get people that grew up with Boy Meets World and would like to see a cameo from you know Will Friedle and everyone else. <laughs> right. But yeah, it it just it ran its course, and that's fine. But yeah, I don't know about. Deadpool. I, I'm I'm really hoping that they help it. Uh, you know, that they that they let it keep its 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 spirit. Basically, the Ryan Reynolds spirit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not Deadpool without that. No, absolutely not. So, again, thanks, Paul, for writing in. And yeah, I I feel like Deadpool two did improve a lot of what was in the first one. And it did tell a more cohesive story once it got all that nasty origin stuff out of the way. Yeah, I I, I did like it more than Deadpool 1, now that I think about it. It's just, for some reason, it's, it wasn't like as new and fresh as the, as, as the first one, so I didn't make time to go back and watch it again. Oh, that reminds me, did you ever, <laughs> speaking of, of uh, Savages, did you ever go back and watch Once Upon a Time? Uh, you know, uh, the the remake they did of Deadpool two for a family friendly audience. I did not. Was it good? I don't know. I didn't see it either. But I oh, wanted okay. to watch it. I like the idea that it existed, and I know that um they were donating um the proceeds to uh that that charity. Ryan charity, Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck cancer. Um, that's the name that's of the charity the and, and how one. I feel. Um. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, I'm pretty was, sure I could. Okay. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I think it's oh okay. So Cassandra Amell, it's kind of her thing, I guess. Apparently, all right, we'll come back to that. Anyway, <laughs> they teamed up. Yeah, and they released this this version of the film. All the proceeds, or some of the proceeds, rather, went to fuck answer. And, uh, yeah, I, I heard good things about it, but I never got a chance to check it out. I don't know why. It's just there's so much good superhero stuff out there right now. I just never got back to it. So that's I'm trying thing. to think. No, I'm, I'm just trying to think, like, what was the reason? I mean, I wasn't going to go see it in theaters. And mm-hmm. then I already own Deadpool, too. So, like, where would I even watch it? Is it streaming anywhere? Oh, I mean, they have them both available streaming now, yeah. But, like, you'd have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not buying the movie <laughs> twice. <laughs> but it's got additional footage with Fred Savage. I'm not buying the movie twice. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So we, we have another um, we have another message from Denise. Uh, rather, we have another message from Gabby uh, yeah. with a special request from her and Denise. Right. Uh, do we want to do that now or do we want to save it for the mini? No, we can say what we're going to do, and then people can go to patreon.com slash Lex and Matt and sign up for mini-episodes. Okay. So, all right. This message is from Gabby. It says, Mm -hmm. Denise and I have a mighty need. Please talk about your top five Nick Cage movies. (laughs) This is a very specific thing. It's a very specific request. If for some crazy reason you don't watch them, talk about your top five Nick Cage memes. Or... Read the movie descriptions and pick your favorites. 
we're looking for Nick Cage content. Nick Cage. And then there's this is a, a very weird request. And then I'm, there's I'm a, a manic... little bit concerned it might be some sort of fetish, but we're gonna do it anyway. So. We're going to appease the fetish with this Nick Cage content. So yeah, folks, tune into the mini episode and uh mm-hmm. you'll you'll hear some fresh Nick Cage uh content. Nick, Nick Cage content. Yeah. So go on um, Patreon. If you do the five dollars or higher, um, you get exclusive episodes, stickers. We've got awesome stickers going out this month. They're the fiftieth episode coin stickers. So those are going out for yeah. March. And there's other like stickers that are possibly available to you. You go on there. Did you ever see yep. Nick Cage's son? No. Cal L? Um I think his son's name well this one in particular is named Weston. He named a child one of his child Kal El. He did he did name one of his kids Kal El. But this son, Weston Coppola Cage, he looks like the lead singer of Death Clock from Metalocalypse. Oh, I think I did see that, yeah. Like straight up if they metal guy. Yeah, if they did a live action movie, he would be cast as Nathan Explosion. That's how close it is. Black t-shirt and everything. It's I always great. forget that he's a Coppola. Yeah. He wants like, us to forget he, that for some yeah, reason. He, he, I mean, I I think it was smart. Like, Sofia Coppola had a very um, difficult time getting past that, you know, for her career. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Schwartzman guys, both of them, they didn't have the Coppola name, so... Yeah, yeah. So we're going to dig into all this stuff on the mini-episode. Yep. We devote some, some real time to our yep. good friend Nicolas Cage. He's a national treasure. Yes, he is. Plus, there's a bunch of back episodes you can listen to. Really good stuff on there. So. Word. Okay. We have news out of China. Okay, I'm ready. It's not that news. Different news out of China. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have... <laughs> Funny news from China. Okay. Not holy fuck news from China. Mm. Okay. So, China. Uh, so, Pakistan declared an emergency earlier this month because they have locusts in numbers that the worst that they've seen in more than two decades. Biblical amounts of locusts. Biblical locusts. <laughs> so, so now. China is talking about deploying a hundred thousand ducks. Ducks to neighboring <laughs> Pakistan to help them tackle the swarms of locusts. Did you just did you just give us quality duck content right here on the podcast? Quality duck content. You're you know the best. None of these people are wearing pants. None of them. These people <laughs> being ducks. Uh, so apparently, a single duck can eat more than 200 locusts a day. God dang, hungry it's ducks. It's more effective than pesticides. Wow. Um, so I'm just, I'm fascinated by this. The Chinese government announced this week that it would send a team of experts to Pakistan to develop a targeted program against the locusts. Did they just call these ducks, these ducks a team of... <laughs> no, 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 no. They're sending people in okay. to figure out what the best approach is. But um, sources, it says, uh, told Bloomberg that um, that ducks are quote biological weapons. Yes, they could eat uh, 
about 70 locusts in a one day. Oh, I'm sorry. He said that while chickens could eat about 70 locusts, uh, ducks could devour more than three times that number. My God. The and ducks. ducks. Ducks stay in a group, so they're easier to manage than chickens. They're worried about the chickens getting out of hand. There is a hotel somewhere in the south where they have these ducks come out all in a row when they when when they hear a a, a bell ring. Buddy, that's yeah. right down the street from me. No fucking way. That's amazing. <laughs> Tampa. Really? Yeah, it, little ducks, they go out marching in the hotel. They did. That's the, that's the second best reason I've ever heard to come to Tampa. Right there. What's the first? To visit you, of me? course. Of course Aww, it is. Oh, so gay. <laughs> did I, uh, so I, did, I didn't talk, well, no, because this just happened a couple days ago, so All we right. haven't talked about it. Um, my <laughs> sister-in-law posted picture of, and she's in teaching, so I assume that it was related to that. A bunch of chickens, little mm. baby chicks, oh. nine baby chicks to be exact. And I was like, chicks. oh, little baby chicks. So she must have them for classrooms or whatever, something like that. Because she's posted pictures in the past of like turtles or whatever, classroom pets. She's not a teacher right now, but she's doing like some administrative stuff. No. <laughs> she got nine baby chicks, which will become nine chickens for them to have as pets. Nice. Not why, in the house, but why like, nine? So that's the problem that I have with it. <laughs> so apparently, my nephew wants to be a farmer, okay. and she was like, "Well, I want to kind of nurture that." So <laughs> that's a thing, and she obviously just wants baby chicks. Um, so she's like, "Okay, well, he wants to be a farmer. Like, he has an interest in agriculture, and we can, you know, use eggs and everything like that. That's really cool." But my question is, yeah, why nine of them? Why not? And she didn't really answer that part. So I don't know why not. I <laughs> we, would have gone with like two or three. We need answers. I'm, I'm going to need you to use your journalistic skills and get answers and come back next episode and let us know. Yeah. I mean, I tried texting her. She's not good at texting back. She doesn't listen to this. Press so. the issue. Press the issue. But yeah, nine baby chicks. They're so cute. But that seems like a lot. It's like that yeah. scene in Bridesmaids where Melissa McCarthy has all the puppies. <laughs> and she's like, you know what? You know what? This was a bit much. I overcommitted. I overcommitted? <laughs> uh, this, this shit is a lot. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel about it. But, all right. Yeah. Back to the ducks. So, of course, social media had a field day Yeah. with these ducks. So... Uh, the, squ- the scheme quickly took hold on Chinese social media. Go Ducks! I hope you come back alive, wrote one user of China's Twitter-like Weibo platform. Heroic Ducks in harm's way, said another, in a parody of the description commonly used for medical staff tackling something else. Yeah. Paraphrasing. Uh, yeah. And then somebody, of course, had to be like the bummer and say, ducks rely on water. But in Pakistan's desert areas, the temperature is very high, Zhang Long told reporters in Pakistan. He said that although ducks have been used against locusts since ancient times, their deployment hasn't yet entered the government assistance program and was an exploratory method. Yeah. So... Um, I feel like these ducks are, this is like their space journey. Like dogs and chimps went to yeah. space. Yeah. These ducks are like, we're going to go to Pakistan 
Oh, you can and eat buffet. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go down there and <laughs> eat. Wait, that didn't sound right. We're gonna eat down, down, so baby, down, down many, to Pakistan. So many locusts. <laughs> we're gonna go to town on those locusts, and we might die, but we will die with full bellies. See, that's brave little ducks. Thank you so much for your service. Yeah, Man. we're we're fans of ducks. Yes, this is a pro duck show. Absolutely, we're sponsored by the Anaheim Duck. We're not sponsored, but <laughs> I wish we were. <laughs> well, now that we've gotten through that duck tail, um, let's ah! talk about <laughs> let's talk about Uncharted. So here's a situation, a very very particular situation that I've experienced these past few weeks. So. Uh, listeners of the podcast know that for the past several episodes, Dee has been mainlining the uh, Uncharted series. She's gotten through the uh, the Nathan Drake collection, oh, which that's was going to re- be a spring break thing for me. <sighs> it was it was it was quite enjoyable from what I saw. They remastered all of the games uh, beautifully, um, but it was just the first three. So the fourth one, the fourth one. It's been so long since we've played it. I don't know what happened to it. So I ended up having to buy it digitally um, mm, because I, I I will not be caught Nathanless ever again. Oh no! So now we have all four of the main uh, Uncharted titles once more. And bonus, uh, the the side story, the uh, the the Uncharted spinoff that they put out after the fourth one. Yeah. Um, that one is uh in 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 the hopper. She's got that ready to go. When she's uh, gotcha. done with this, yeah. So I haven't beaten four because I did the same thing where I forgot about it. Um, yeah. And I went through the the collection because I remember I got that at um, Thanksgiving, so mm-hmm. I kind of killed that before Christmas, sort of thing, <laughs> or around Christmas time. It was like, oh, okay, my semester's done. That's all I played. Like, yeah. That was my game. So I need to revisit four. Maybe that's a spring break thing. I don't know. It was on sale digitally. I think it was like maybe fifteen bucks or something like that. But and it um, comes with all of it. Yeah, Uncharted Lost Legacy I mean, I, was I have, the. Yep. I have the uh, the actual game. I just don't have the DLC. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, and Uncharted Lost Legacy was supposed to be DLC, but they uh, they did such a great job on it. They decided to put it out as a just a, a smaller game, a smaller scope yeah. game. And charge less for it. So now it's like fifteen bucks just for the uh, for the disc and everything. So we got that too. I might have to jump in on that one. Because yeah. <laughs> it looks pretty fun. So, yeah, Uncharted. We have more Uncharted news. Yes. Okay. So they're saying Uh-oh. that Uncharted is set to film in in four weeks. Finally. I don't care. Like, I kind of care, but I don't. Because it's just going to be Indiana Jones. Don't mistake my finally as enthusiasm to see this film. My finally is that they're finally getting it done. Because they've been talking about this forever. From back when it was like, oh yeah, we're going to cast Robert De Niro and some other, like, you know, gangster movie actors in here for some reason. Uh you know, this everybody has been in development over a decade, more than a decade. It's had six directors who mm-hmm. abandoned the project. That's a lot. Everybody wanted Nathan Fillion to play Nathan Drake. Of course, that was the fan casting. That was the fantasy casting. That was the the Patrick Stewart to this Professor X. But they just did not have faith in him beyond being a TV actor for some reason. Um, I love Nathan Fillion. I think he's a great actor. 
he's been screwed over in movies more times than I can count, you know, between mm-hmm. this and I guess two. I guess I can count it too. Between this and um, some scenes cool. in Avengers, uh, I think it was supposed to be like Wonder Man or something like that, and they they cut that Easter egg out. So yeah. Well, he was supposed to. Or I I heard Mark Wahlberg as well, but now Tom Holland is saying Mark Wahlberg is Sully. <laughs> That's funny. Which is weird because yeah. you think he'd be playing Nathan Drake. Maybe he wanted to, but then has has since kind of aged out of it. Which I yeah. doubt it. It's it's a male actor; they can play the character forever, right? That's how it works. So Tom Holland is Nathan Drake. I don't see that, and that's that's Unless unfortunate they're focusing for Tom Holland. On um, the younger, because remember they have the flashbacks. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see I'm that. That's what they're doing, especially because he's smaller, a little bit more live. I could see him playing a young Mark Wahlberg, I guess. No, he's just playing Nathan Drake. Mark Wahlberg is Sully. He's just Sully. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's hope this turns out well. You know, video game movies don't really have a good um, history of working. So hopefully this bucks the trend and is actually an enjoyable film, even though it's gone through production hell and several different directors. Uh, I was excited for a brief second when Travis Knight was attached to it because exactly. um, he's he's the guy that directed the uh, the Bumblebee spinoff. Oh right, I still haven't seen that. I need yeah. to. Yeah, I enjoyed that quite a bit. It just really felt like an '80s you know kid and alien type movie, and it was so. It was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. But yeah, I don't I don't know about this movie. I, I hope it turns out well. Um, right. I also so, saw so word. Ta- yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. That was moving on. Go. You Tom Holland. What? Um, Tom Holland <laughs> said there's definitely a, a lot of inspiration that's come from the games, but it's a very young, fresh take on the character mm. because obviously uh, we didn't get to meet him all that much when he was younger. Okay. Uh, but it's a pretty awesome movie. It's global. We travel the world. We're gonna see some amazing places, and Mark Wahlberg and I are gonna have an amazing, a great summer together. Yeah. He's he is so fifteen. We're going to have a great summer together. I really... Okay, so I I understand the relationship that he has with um, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, It's it's very beneficial. Uh, It it seems like they really both care for one another as friends. Robert Downey Jr. is kind of taking taking him under his wing. A lot of the Avengers guys, you know, they they make it seem like they're, you know, keeping an eye out for young Tom. Uh, except for Anthony Mackie, he <laughs> likes to give him a hard time, which I thought was fucking hilarious. But yeah, I mean, in a in a playful way, of course. But Mark Wahlberg, man, I don't really see him being a good mentor. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, he did commit a hate crime, Matt. Yes, so. yes, but Lex, that was a long time ago, and surely he paid his dues. Oh. You mean by never paying his dues? <laughs> yes. He did, yeah. in fact, pay his dues. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's trash. I'm not a fan of Mark Wahlberg. I'm not a Mark fan of Wahlberg the... Mark Wahlberg committed a hate crime. He did. Look it up. I don't really... He was really... not, like, ten years old. He nope. was a grown-ass man and, nope. and paid no consequences for what he did. So, look it up. Yep. <laughs> He trash. <laughs> he trash, y'all. He trash. I mean, yeah. I I can't really say I've enjoyed him in any film he's done. Like, him Boogie specifically. Nights, but he wasn't the reason Boogie Nights was good. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can say, like, any movie he's been in would still be okay without him. 
Like even um, Rockstar. I, I kind of like that movie. And yes, he was the main character. But if anyone seen- else... I've only seen parts of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, it's just if anyone else had played that character, I still would have enjoyed the movie. It's just, yeah. oh, it happened to be Mark Wahlberg. But that's enough dishing on Wahlberg. He just, he's not, not my favorite. <laughs> I mean, clearly not mine either. Right. I can't see him being, well, not only the whole thing with Tom Holland, you know, having to suffer being around him. Uh, the whole thing with Sully is he's he's lovable. Like, that's his charm. Like Sully, what? huh? I'm not lovable. What? <laughs> huh? Sully has always had Nathan's back. Like in the game, you know, there are lots of people that double cross him and you know lie to him and try to like you know kill him basically, try yeah. to kill Nathan Drake. But you know, Sully always has his back. I don't know about Mark Wahlberg. I don't get that same vibe. I mean, Tom Holland's white, so he'll probably have his back. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, also a good point. He's he's <laughs> he's not Asian. That's so true. That's true. He's got him. He's got him covered. Well, he's not a transformer either. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are those are the only the only races that he likes. <laughs> White, White and, and transformer. transformer. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, former press circle around Tom Holland for this one. We'll see how it goes. All right. Can we call so. this episode Mark Wahlberg is racist? <laughs> Mark Wahlberg create, committed a hate crime. You think he'll sue us? Yeah, I think that could so. That's famous, though. Yeah. <laughs> it might be worth it, honestly, bud. We're not worth that much right now, but we could be worth a lot more later. I mean, I'd Take rather not. <laughs> we just we'll pull the episode and then rename yeah. it. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Ducks with no bottoms. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Ducks with no bottoms. Funny. Yeah. All right. So... That's enough of that asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else we got? We got. You want to oh talk about C two E two? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you don't have to, bud. <laughs> no, I will. I will. I will. Okay. Because I, I, I put it on the list, so I must. Yeah. Um, I didn't go to C two E two this year. It was the first time since its um, inception that I haven't been, and it felt super weird. I've um. I've been going for the past 10 years. Uh, this was the, this would have been the 11th, but life has just been a fucking hurricane. I know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's been a weird year so far for both of us. It really put a lot of things in perspective though, because even though I didn't go, um, you know, the folks that I, I, I work with, the folks that I support and all their endeavors and everything, they got a chance to go. Yeah. And, you know, have fun and see friends and be lucrative, you know, have, have, have opportunities, basically. And, and I was, I was a little jealous. I was a little, I was a little spiteful and I had to let that go because it's not their fault. Hey. I, I need to do things in my it's life. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. <laughs> Shut up, man. It's not your fault. Shut up. Hey. Shut up, man. It's not your fault. But fuck you, alright? <laughs> <laughs> You're so glad that I got that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If you wouldn't have gotten it, I would have dropped that shit immediately. Oh, Continue. man. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, you know, I had to basically just get over myself, get my head out of my ass and just go, look, well, the only thing I can do is be smarter about my time and make sure this doesn't happen again next year. Yeah. So, even Especially if it's not C2E2. It's like really 
like good for you. Yeah. Like yeah. it's good for you to go do that. I mean, I've had highs and lows at C2E2. Some years I've just gone as a fan. Some years I've gone as press. Some years I've been on panels. I've been there to help uh, promote Shy Nerd Fest. I've been there as a uh, ambassador for CNSC and, and having you know different meetups with folks. I've gotten my dad on a panel about you know raising raising a nerd growing up and stuff like that. Yeah, it's been great from top to bottom um, when I'm there. So <laughs> I want to get back there again, even if it's not C2E2. I want to get to a point where I can just enjoy myself for a weekend and not have the weight of the world on my shoulders. And yeah, that really concerns me, that you can't even have a weekend at this point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 so stressful, I don't have time to think about how stressful it is. And that's the only positive about the situation. I mean, it's, is it's it a situation where you have to consider looking elsewhere? Or is it a temporary thing that's going to pass within your... I mean, and I, I appreciate, you know, you're not the first person to recommend it. And I do appreciate it when people try to... I'm not to, even recommending it. I'm just, just inquiring. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. But, I mean, other other folks have offered that, you know, thought process. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that. However, I got bills to pay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wasn't saying you should do this thing. I was just wondering if it's... If you think that this is what the... The state I think of that's where is there, or is it going to ease up? You think? I I think it's it's going to go. Um, it's going to get to that point where I do need to uncouple uh, from some things that I've I've basically been doing yeah. for the majority of my life, and right. it's it's for it's for the best, yeah. and I need to realize that I've I've turned down in this past month and a half. I've turned down hanging out with friends. Um, being there for friends, I've, I've had to, uh, turn down two opportunities to be on NPR again. I've had to, yeah, put so much, so much of myself, so much of my passion aside, voice acting opportunities, all that stuff. Um, not, not casting, but just like building towards that, of course, you know, I've had to put a lot of that stuff on the shelf. Just because, you know, my, my responsibilities are so demanding because that's what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to right. be an adult. You're supposed to be a grown up and, and handle yourself like a grown up and, and forget about childish things. But if it's not making me happy, then I need to really just consider what's best for me, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's obvious to you. It's obvious to obvious, you know, my friends and family. It's obvious to D. I'm not happy. Yeah. And Lord forbid I don't take it out on anybody. I I, I don't want to. I don't want that to leak over. I don't want. I don't want to hurt people I care about because people that I don't care about are hurting me almost like it's a fucking job. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that is. It's. A, I, I understand the situation that you're in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't. I also like. You know, I I understand, like, you, you were saying you got bills paid and everything, but, like, I don't live in a city that's as expensive and stuff. Like, yeah. like, like yeah. that's a lot. Like, it is. a lot to deal with. 
Um, it is, and, and I, I have other friends who are in, you know, New York or whatever, in expensive cities, and that adds a lot of extra to everything. And I appreciate the uh, opportunities it allows me. That's the thing, too. Yes. You know, on, on the other side sword. of the coin, it's like, yeah, it's a double-edged sword because we have the ability to establish, you know, um, a podcast channel and mm-hmm. get equipment that we need. And I'm able to, you know, live in the place that I live in. Yeah. And basically, if I want a game, I can get the game and not trade in other games. You know, it's... Mm, what's that like? Sorry, <laughs> and it's not me popping my collar trying to pat myself on the back it's just oh, you work I'm very so, hard at well, your I'm, job I'm stubborn and I've been doing this like I've been at my day job for 18 years Damn, and dude, I can't even impressive. I can't even imagine I can't, I can't put that in perspective it just feels weird it just feels like okay this is what you do this is you know your life but it's like It's like four high schools, you know, <laughs> like four trips through high school. Right. <laughs> it's just weird. Four and a half. Yeah. And uh, it's like, okay, so if I if I get rid of my position, you know, if I leave this position, what do I do? Because you know what I do for a living, and it's not like the easiest thing in the world to, um, you know, transfer to another position. Right, right. You would have to have connections and have something set up and maybe like take a position that's a little bit less than what you're used to, to kind of start over. Yeah. Yeah. And that's difficult. Like the, the more you get into something, that's very difficult. And selfishly, I mean, my self worth is tied very much to being able to provide for myself and for my family. Yeah. And if you take that away, then it's like, well, fuck man, what good are you? So that's C2E2 wrap-up, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoy. (laughs) Wait, no, we're not just leaving that at that. That is not your self-worth. I know. That is not the sum of who you are. It's one part of who you are. It's not, certainly not the way, like, your friends view you or your wife views you or your family or anything like that. So, and I do think that that is a... That unfortunately is a very big male burden. Yeah. Men yeah. are are definitely taught that they have to provide and they have to do X, Y, and Z. And if they don't do that, then they're less than. And that's just not true in today's world anymore. Um, you know, it's it's just different. But unfortunately, the the residual effects of <clears throat> that indoctrination are still there. So, it's not true, though. It's not the reality of the situation. So, you just have to try to keep reminding yourself that. Easier said than done, I know. <laughs> way easier said than done. Yeah. I mean, indoctrination is a good way to put it, though. Because, you know, we, yeah. we had a we had a conversation um, a couple of weeks ago about my uncles and just how I, I want to get away from that, <laughs> that legacy quite a bit. Right. Um, I cut it out of the show because it was like, yeah, this is a real personal, but... Fuck it, whatever. Um, yeah, I just don't want to be perceived as a shiftless layabout or a schemer or a scammer or just fucking worthless, man. I cannot you know? imagine anyone saying that about you. You're a very responsible person. Thank you. They don't have to say it about me. I say it about myself. It's fine. That's but 
But yeah, I just you're stealing the wallet out of the back pocket. Like, hey, you're the demon outside of you. It's like the worst joke from Amos and Andy. This old radio show from back in the day for those unfamiliar. But banjo. Yeah. <laughs> yes, banjo. But um, there was a character on the show named Kingfish, and. Oh. You know, they ask, like, oh, how did you meet Kingfish? You go, and the other guy goes, well, you know, I was walking down the street one day, and I reached from a wallet, and that's when I shook hands with the Kingfish. Radio wasn't as funny as it is now. I don't then. understand. What does that mean? Well, because the Kingfish was reaching in the guy's pocket to steal his wallet, and then he shook his hand, like, oh, nice to meet you, like he tried to play it off, like he was just going in for the handshake, you see. Uh, yeah, okay. It's a, it's a thinker. It's just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I don't listen to old timey radio yeah. anymore. It makes me feel dumb. And the and the hiss is distracting. You yeah. know, it really yeah. is. It's um, goddamn radio. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's where my head is right now. I need to do better so I can have better. I think that we're both in weird like stressful situations and it's yeah. clouding us a bit yeah and i think that that's why last week at least on my part i was like fuck it dude <laughs> like <laughs> this is bad i won't even let you take all the all of that on yourself because even oh, me no 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 yeah no. yeah because like when you told me and you were like are you okay with that i'm like fuck yeah i'm okay with that i need a <laughs> break too you yeah. know but honestly talking to you and i'm not just gassing you up but talking to you does help me relax and it helps yeah. me talk through a lot of issues, you know, because I understand that like, all right, this is a podcast. You can't just sit quietly and mope on a podcast. It's not a good yeah. look, buddy. So yeah, things happen. Yeah. On the and podcast. I, felt, I felt off last week and I think mm. that was a, a part of it mm, mm, because mm. it wasn't the, the catharsis of laughter or emotion or just, you know, our friendship or whatever. Yeah. I did feel it. Like I felt the effects of that, which was, interesting um i didn't feel that over the holidays when we took a break but that was because you're distracted with the holidays right, right. and when we were in last week when we were in the daily grind i was like oh i feel this <laughs> like that's weird <laughs> so yeah 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 so yeah there we are uh, this is a gay episode all right <laughs> this is a gay episode <laughs> Is Isn't gay. every episode a gay episode just by, you know? Um, what? I mean, because, you know. Am I gay? I. Are you? I don't. Okay. Let's see. Who knows? We'll have to ask your girlfriend. I don't, I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Am I gay? Am I gay? Oh, um, so dear. <laughs> Alright, let's talk about what you This is Houston. a weird story. Okay. Yes. Yes. Did something happen to Whitney? <laughs> Again? <laughs> <laughs> she just can't catch a break, Whitney Houston. Oh, this God. This poor, poor woman. This is terrible. I should not have made that joke, but No, yeah. no. So, it's, dark. <laughs> it's gallows humor. Whitney, Whitney Houston died eight years ago. Yeah. And apparently they are now going to do a holographic concert tour. Okay. In Europe. Okay. It starts okay. February 25th through early April. And so then it's, they're going to do U.S. after that. So it's going right now. It's, yes, it's, it's, it's happening. happening. They decided to start a Whitney Houston hologram tour in during Black History Month. 
well, the, I guess Black History Month in the U.S. I don't know if it's the same. Yeah. You're uh, in, welcome. In Europe. You're welcome. Oh, boy. Boy, boy, boy. Okay, so. Yeah, so it's called An Evening with Whitney, the Whitney Houston hologram tour. <laughs> Let's unpack this. So, yeah. how do you feel about hologram performances from deceased celebrities? I am against it unless they now give permission to do it. Okay. Because okay. now they know this is a thing mm. that could happen after they die. So if someone like um, Mick Jagger goes, yeah, fuck it, put a hologram <laughs> up of me. Yeah. You know, give the money to my kids. I don't care. Like, let it keep going forever. Who cares? Mm. Then I'm okay. like, cool. All yeah. for it. If it's someone who died before they knew this was a thing, no. Okay. And if it's someone like Prince who would have never liked that. <laughs> yeah, famously never yeah. would have gotten with that. <laughs> no, no. So, like, if they have, you know, specified they don't want that, no. If they were died before or just never specified, I think it's still a no. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, because I'm, I'm torn about this. Because, obviously, there's a, a, a desire. Uh, because this isn't the first hologram thing they've done. The first one uh, that was famous, you know, was Tupac. And they, people were trying to say, oh, you know, he's not, it's not a hologram. He's just performing backstage and they're projecting it, blah, blah, blah. You know, that type of bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. But I think about the animatronic presidents at the Hall of Presidents. In Disney World, or Disneyland, is it? I don't know. One of those places. I think it's both. What's What's the difference between the animatronic Abe Lincoln and a holographic Whitney Houston? Hmm. This sounds well, like a setup to a really bad joke. <laughs> um. Yeah, but yeah, I don't understand. Like, I mean, I get it. Do you think but it's I, different when it's a historical figure like that? I mean, it, that's got to be it. That's got to be it, right? That's the only thing I can think of. That's got to be it because we've we've seen Abraham Lincoln, um, you know, in so many like it's different almost like public domain. Kinda right, yeah. Because it's like okay, well, we have the Lincoln Memorial at the very like right. bottom tier, you know. I actually think that it's the different. It is the difference between public domain and this is private copyrighted material. So maybe after a certain amount of time, it's okay. Yeah. But I don't know. We'd have to figure that out legally. But like you can buy, you can get little women for free mm -hmm. because it's officially public domain. But if you go grab um, the new Stephen King novel, whatever that may be, like if you snatch that up, then it's stealing. He should name his new novel public domain. And he could make a movie about it. Public domain rated R. Sure. Okay, so <laughs> so the whole thing with Whitney Houston, right? So okay, she's she's a performer, she's a celebrity. Um, people feel a certain type of way about this, understandably. But on the flippity flip, there is a new exhibit at the Dusable Museum here in Chicago that um, is a virtual reality representation of what it would have been like to be in the crowd uh, during Martin Luther King Jr.'s "I Had a Dream" speech. So, That's interesting. yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of similar, you know, you're in this place, 
But it instead of putting the celebrity in front of you, they're putting you in front of the celebrity. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I'd be curious. I mean, okay. Obviously, if someone says they don't want it done, like specifies, I do not want this, then we can never do it kind of thing, I think. Right. But maybe there is a gray area in someone who didn't specify, who didn't or didn't care or whatever. I don't know. I'll give you another example. Um, CES 2017, I went to uh, see the show in person in, uh, in Las Vegas. They had a, an exhibit there uh, that was put on by IBM that was basically just, again, it was like a holographic projection of these women uh, in an exhibit that you could just walk up to and you could hear them tell their stories and stuff like that. It wasn't like really them. These were like, you know, just images portraying them with a, with an actor, uh, actress rather, uh, voicing them. So yeah, it was, it was moving though. Like it, it really did have like a, 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 I don't know. It just had a very surreal feel to it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think that you're making really solid arguments. Like I'm, I'm not, rejecting it altogether based off of like I think you're you're making good points I don't know it does it still feels different in my mind hmm yeah okay I think I've gotten to it now I think I, I think I understand so with the examples that I was just bringing up right. and I didn't even mean to do it this way but with the examples I was just bringing up they're all at least for educational purposes they're not trying yeah. to really monetize yeah. a celebrity it's like right yeah it's not disney a weekend it burns does, technically but like oh so disney might not count that might be the best argument you could use right but right everything else their museums their parks they're you know educational mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like there's a big difference between you know abraham lincoln and the hall of presidents and you know negotiating with carrie fisher's estate to put her in the new star wars film yeah, huge difference. Huge like, difference. That is um, a really weird. Oh man, I, 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 it's just hard to wrap my brain around the fact that that's a thing. Same, you know, Very but strange. they did it. <laughs> yeah, they absolutely did it. So yeah, I, I'm not a hundred percent cool with the Whitney Houston thing. I'm not really feeling it myself, but you know, I'm not. I'm not angry about it to the point where I'm like, this needs to stop. It's just... Oh, I agree with that. Like, there are <laughs> way too many things to be angry about to get angry over that. Absolutely. You know? And it's just... it's It's been so long since she's passed away. People undoubtedly miss her. You know? And back in the day, you could just turn on, you know, her music videos and that sort of thing. It's almost different. It's, it's more difficult to find now, of course, you know, online and on MTV, it's non-existent because MTV ain't MTV anymore. But you know, this this will this will help ease the pain for her longtime fans, I guess. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. I I I think you brought up some really good points. It's making me rethink it. I kind of <laughs> had no opinion on it now. <laughs> Well, that's good. It's it's conversation. So, um, you know, I, I invite our listeners to chime in on what they think. Is it disrespectful 
to uh, put Whitney on uh, Whitney Houston on tour as a hologram, or is it a a, a testament to what a great performer she was and uh, just a showcase of of her talent? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I'd be you curious know? to hear what people think. Yeah, I'd love to talk about it some more too. So, folks, please write in about that. I'm I'm curious what you think. In the meantime, here's what Harry Styles really thinks about Taylor Swift writing songs about. Oh my God! I scrolled too far. Okay. This is a this is just a real quick <laughs> thing that I just think is hilarious. I don't yeah. really need to get into all the details of it. Mm-hmm. McGruff the crime dog was sentenced to 16 years in prison. <laughs> in Texas, um, you don't want to get into this. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to read the first paragraph, and then that's going to be, this is going to be like, because I'm saying I don't need to get into the rest of the article kind of thing. McGruff says, stop snitching. In Galveston, Texas, John Morales, the actor who played crime-fighting cartoon character McGruff the Crime Dog, was sentenced to 16 years in prison stemming from a 2011 arrest in which police seized a thousand marijuana plants, 27 weapons, including a grenade launcher, and 9,000 rounds of ammunition. <laughs> Are you sure this wasn't Smokey the Bear? Oh. <laughs> he took a big old bite out of crime. <laughs> Only you can prevent snitching, kids. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, wow. Snitches get set on fire, kids. Far away from the woods. Hey, kids. If you think something weird is going on in your house, call the police. Let me know. I could use some more marijuana plants. Oh. Yeah. So that was just a weird article. Wait, but a grenade launcher. Let's. I just completely glossed over that fact. Hold a on. A grenade launcher. Yeah. <sighs> this shit is the wildest story I've read in quite some time. Yeah. And it, it, there's just so much to take in here. I can't even begin to process it right now. So I'm going to let it be. I'm going to let it be what it is and just it, let it live on in infamy. It's not quite Wall of Weird. I almost put it in Wall of Weird. <laughs> but it's just like it's Wall of Weird adjacent. Wow. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's get to some Wall of Weird. All right. You had one more article in here. Did you want to cover that or you want to save that for another time? <laughs> this is this is going to be... Okay. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Okay. Um, hmm. Hmm. You can also save it. That's yeah. Fine. You know what? I want to see how this story plays out. But in the meantime... Oh, you're right? Yep. Okay. That's um, just, just me existing. Okay. That, that means I'm hitting something. <laughs> Almost broke my fucking toe yesterday. At the beach. Oh, no. That's yeah. awful. Yeah. That's okay. It's fine. I'm glad you're all right. Well, Once again, it's just me existing. I'm used to it by now. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just like mention this part here because this is this is what is basically fact out of everything that's come out um the director of that recent film uh guns akimbo uh jason Mm -hmm. lee howden he um took it upon himself to insert himself into a, a, a twitter situation going on and he decided to basically bully these two black film critics um, to try to get them to, I don't know, get off the internet or something like that. Sure. And ended up quitting Twitter himself. And I mean, he, he bullied these women from his own account and from the Guns Akimbo official account on Twitter. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. That makes but, sense. 
there's a lot more detail here that is still coming to light. I want to do more research on this and get back to it. Okay. But in the meantime, I don't need to see Guns Akimbo that badly. Um, I'm not going to be supporting this film because fuck that dude, you know? Right. I don't need to see Harry yeah. Potter with guns. It's just not. Harry Potter with guns. <laughs> I mean, if they sold the movie like that, maybe. But no, it's just, you know, no that power sell fantasy. Me. I don't want to see that. No. <laughs> no. So there was a there was a movie that came out years ago uh, called Gamer. I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah, and this is kind of like that in a weird way. You know, it, it's there. There've been a lot of movies like this. It, it's like a a male power fantasy sort of thing, but they're like trapped in a world that they didn't want to be a part of. But all of a sudden, they're like super powerful and kicking ass and shit. Oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, one of those. And don't forget the hot chick that's now his sidekick, and she's in danger. You better help her out, homie. <laughs> I, yeah well that's one way to describe it yeah yeah so basically um that's we're, we're gonna come back to that so okay in the meantime do you want to get into the wall of weird then wall of weird yes, yes. all right well creative loafing tampa bay strikes again guys what is it three <laughs> weeks in a row shout out to creative loafing Creative loafing <laughs> is amazing fall even if you're not in florida follow their uh facebook page mm-hmm. so good so good Florida wildlife officials want you to report horseshoe crab orgies. Meanwhile, in Florida, hordes of... This is written by James James Bennett III. The third, yes. The third over at Creative Living. Hordes of horny horseshoe crabs... Oh my God, saying that was annoying. ...are coming to a beach near you, and Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission wants you to document it. Stop right there. Yep. That's a that's a hell of a pop-up ad. I would click yep. on that. Okay. Yeah, continue. I would do. Yes. Although they mate year-round, groups of horseshoe crabs are commonly seen reproducing on the shores March through <laughs> April, especially around high tide. Yeah, it is. a few days of a new or full moon. Ooh. It's going to be a full moon, all right. Yeah. Ooh. Romance. Reports of horseshoe crab sightings provides important information about habitat use, population distribution, and environmental conditions spawning to FWC marine biologists, they said in a statement, the FWC (laughs) said. Although horseshoe crabs have existed for more than 450 million years, uh, that doesn't make sense, the Earth's only 2,000 years old, but okay, whatever. Jesus. (laughs) End of story. <clears throat> yes, uh, okay. <laughs> scientists are still learning about Florida populations. Public mm. sightings uh, information to help the FWC researchers target uh, spawning beaches spawning for beaches. Florida Horseshoe Crab Watch Program and the initiative to collect scientifically accurate data throughout the state. Beaches be spawning, I tell you. This <laughs> never fails. Okay. Beaches be spawning. I These things, like, first of all, horseshoe crabs look yeah. super weird they look like that one pokemon it looked like uh, a couple times like god started making a turtle and was like mm, i don't know about this shit and then just stopped that's what they look like to me <laughs> oh my goodness oh i'm sorry no Kabutop is the evolved form of the pokemon i'm thinking of which is kabuto mm. that's from generation one kids that's right okay so okay. If you see, it says, if you see a horseshoe crab on its back and you don't mind getting close, 
The FWC encourages you to gently turn it back over and toss it into the water. <laughs> Why does this sound so sexy? No. If you see horseshoe crabs getting it on, the FWC asks you to fill out asks you to fill out a survey, report the sighting in the app, or contact them. They have uh, they have an email and phone number to report horseshoe crab fucking. Horseshoe crabs like it when you watch. Orgies. They did not just say like that they're fucking. They are having orgies. They are having a great time on the beach. Sex on the beach, y'all. Horseshoe crab orgies, local in your area, hooking up on the beach. I mean, they're living their best life. What are you doing? I mean, really <laughs> not having orgies on the beach, but whatever you do, you horseshoe. I crab. guess. You know, they even have spotters to flip them over now. I mean, this is everything they could possibly want. Yeah, that's going to, you know, they're going to start flipping them like that, and then it's going to create a kink, and then they're going to have to, like, (laughs) find ways to fulfill that. It's going to be a whole thing. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, don't get too close. They might try to invite you to their weird horseshoe crab orgy. You don't want to be part of that. So this this story is so weird, and I don't. I need to research it more. I think the horseshoe crabs. No, this second one that I'm looking at. I was getting ready to move into because oh. we have three wall of weird stories, but this one I'm like, I don't know. I need to look into this more <laughs> because it's it like the headline is literally jars of preserved human tongues found under a Gainesville home, and it may be from research. Goddamn. Yeah. So it's another Florida story. What the fuck, Florida? Yeah, you know, ever since we lifted that ban on Florida stories, it has just been fucking just wild, just wild in Wall of Weird. Right, so he has, like, these tongues stored in his crawl space of his house. You know, it's a cool area because he wanted to preserve them. Tongues in the crawl space was the name of my... They forgot uh, they were under the house. It's from the 60s and 70s. Tongues in the crawl space is the name of my uh, metal band, by the way. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. So, like, he's a, he's a UF professor, and like, they're like, well, this is this is what I like from this article. Steve Orlando. Okay, <laughs> that's a made-up name. Going on with your name? No fucking way. A spokesperson for UF University of Florida mm-hmm. says. I don't know what the policies and laws would have been like 50 years ago or whenever it was, but I can tell you that that's something is, is not permitted. That's not something that would be permitted. There are strict federal and state laws as well as university policies that prohibit that. It would be neither appropriate nor legal for a faculty member or researcher to bring something like that home. Yeah, no shit, bud. How often do you think he had accidental sex by inviting women over saying, hey, baby, would you like to come see my tongue collection? Oh, police also say this type of thing isn't uncommon in Gainesville with University of Florida and three local hospitals. What the fuck is happening, Gainesville? Why do you have say it doesn't appear there was any criminal activity associated with the tongues? The investigation is still ongoing. How do you investigate this? What the fuck, Gainesville? What the fuck? Yeah. Gainesville. What y'all doing with tongues, man? Yeah, no. I don't know. Not cool. I like what? 
man. But of course, everyone at first thought it was like a serial killer or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. This is weird. Uh, yeah. Pre- Some wall of weird shit, guys. Wall of weird shit. So this last one, um, I yeah. just want to read the beginning and yeah, we can move on. <laughs> yeah, this is according to... Uh, this is... This is <laughs> This is out of Toronto. This is Canada. Uh, mm-hmm. Say CTVnews.ca reports: okay. Eight-year-old wins two hundred dollars worth of cannabis products at youth hockey tournament. Oh fuck yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! Good job, kid. A British Columbia grandfather is questioning when it's appropriate to offer cannabis prizes and raffles after his eight-year-old grandson bid on and won a stash of two hundred dollars worth of pot products. At a local youth hockey tournament. Good job. I mean, it's a youth hockey tournament. Like, <laughs> why are you bit? Yeah, no. And it's not just like pipes and rolling papers. Two hundred dollars worth of that. No, there's like actual like THC products in this bundle that the this kid got. The electric lettuce. Oh, good the, lord! <laughs> they call it the Aurora Drift. Ooh. That sounds sexy. It does sound sexy. Yeah. This is a very yeah. sexy episode. <laughs> It's a sex episode. No, no, no. That's that's wrong. I take that back immediately. Uh, yeah. So um, apparently, if you're good enough at hockey in Toronto, you can win some pot. I mean, that sounds good, but that's not for I'm, like a kid. No, not for an eight year old. That's a little young. Maybe ten, eleven. Not eight though. No. <sighs> We're getting into some murky territory here. We really are. So just just to just to put a disclaimer on all of that, that was obviously said in jest, ladies and gentlemen. I was and, not joking, but okay. <laughs> and with that, we take our leave. This has been a chock-a-block, action-packed episode of Lex and Matt. If you want more shenanigans from Lex and I, check out our website at lexandmattpod.com. Follow us on all the social medias. And, of course, leave us a good review on your podcatcher of choice. You know, Apple, Apple Podcasts, give us that five-star high-five, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And subscribe. That helps us a lot. We need the reviews and the subscriptions, guys. That's how other people find us, too. We got T-shirts for you. We got a Patreon, you know. Mail you some baller ass stickers. It's just great. You're gonna love it. Check us out. Yeah. 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 And go to Patreon <laughs> to continue because we're getting ready to record another episode. That's right, right we this. are. It's only gonna be on Patreon. You know, I just thought I, I love the fact that there are people who may have listened to the Afrofuturism panel uh episode prior mm-hmm. to this, thinking they're gonna get that same level of content on the podcast. No <laughs> uh-uh. no 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 no. no. <laughs> That's not how yeah, we roll. Horseshoe orgies. <laughs> you got kids winning pot raffles in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, lots of stuff. So, thanks for listening, folks. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Yay. Bye. Boy, hey, what is he? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to change. Never mind. Bye. Okay.